Hey, welcome. Carm Capriato here with Remarkable Results Radio's episode 483. Hey, have you ever gotten a negative online review? Well, you're at the right place at the right time. This is a wide-open discussion on review management from Kim Walker and Mitch Meyer. You'll be glad you listened all the way through. When you get that notification about that negative review and you're the shop owner, the very first thing that's going to happen is your blood pressure is going to shoot through the roof, right? You're hurt. You're upset. You're mad. You're frustrated. All the negative emotions flow right straight out to the end of your fingertips. Welcome, aftermarketers, to Remarkable Results Radio. Listen to learn just one thing from today's episode on your journey to remarkable results. Hi, friends. Carm Capriato here, the automotive aftermarket podcast guy, proud to partner with Napa Auto Care and the 2020 Napa Expo that's coming to Las Vegas April 6th through 9th. 2020. I hope you got your ticket. Join members of the Napa family and find out the latest news and most up-to-date industry information. I'll see you in Las Vegas for sure. I'll be there. And so many Napa shop owners say this is an event you don't want to miss. Contact your Napa store to learn more. Hey, have I thanked you lately for listening? Well, thank you. Hey, you know, I know how much you rely on the podcast to keep you updated with the talk on the street, as well as trends, insights, and ideas that help support you and your business. Now, when you listen and subscribe to the podcast, it definitely fuels my passion to search for great stories, intriguing guests, and discover the buzz on the street. Every episode has the ingredients to help you along the way. You know how much I love my coffee? I never go into the studio without it. And I recently opened a buy me a coffee link at remarkableresults.biz slash coffee. So if you love what we do here on the Aftermarket's premiere podcast, let's Java. Hey, today's episode was recorded at ASTE in Cary, North Carolina. The IGONC is always a gracious host and provides an excellent facility to set up our roving studio. Hey, everyone hates to get a negative review, but the worst thing would be to ignore them or lash back at them. My panel does an excellent job of putting reviews into perspective and how to deal with them. With me is Kim Walker from Shop Marketing Pros and Mitch Meyer from Broadly. They were on their game and brought an impressive dialogue on the importance of how we handle reviews. As aftermarket pros, we always want five-star reviews. We work hard for them. But life happens, and we get the occasional one, two, three, or even four-star reviews. So what do we do? How do we follow up, and what does the consumer think when they see anything less than a five? Well, we look deep into review management right here, right now. Hey, a warm welcome to Kim Walker, ladies. First, co-founder, Shop (laughs) Marketing Pros. Thank you. Nice to have you here, Kim. And Mitch Meyer, sales manager, marketing consultant from Broadly. Thank you. It's good to How be you here. doing, Mitch? You're doing great. Your first podcast, huh? It is. All right, we'll be we'll be easy on you. Please do. Please. Off 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 record, Kim and I were just talking, and uh, you know, what are the stresses? What do you hear? And she goes, "People don't even want to encourage, you know, getting reviews because they're afraid of getting a negative one, and they don't know how to handle it." And by the way, we've done podcasts mm-hmm. on how to manage a negative online review, the yep. good old 24-hour, you know, what, right. what, there's a lot of a lot of rules to manage. But what do you tell your clients? Well, first of all, I'll try to encourage them to realize that reviews are, are a gift to you. Even the negative review, 
because I've seen so many times where the negative review, one, prompted the, the shop owner or the business owner to realize a problem they didn't even know that they had so they can fix it. And then secondly, um, that creates staff development training, but also it gives you an opportunity to respond, which we'll get into how to do that later, I'm sure, but to respond in a way that you might not win that customer back, but it's about showing the rest of the world how you handle situations and why people would want to work with you. So, Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Um, personally speaking, when I'm looking at a business and reading reviews, I tend to look at the negative ones first to see what people are saying and also to see how the business has responded. You're curious. I mean, are you telling me that us as consumers um, really want to look for the, for the bad ones? Well, it first and why, and why is it, is it morbid? No. If you see a business that has hundreds of positive reviews and they're all five stars that may give some people a little bit of pause. Not everybody's perfect. People make mistakes, whether you know it or not when you're doing work. So, so you're looking for the human factor. Absolutely. An occasional yes. three or four. Huh? Yeah. I, um, I was just looking at reviews for a neurosurgeon for my brother and literally this week. And that's exactly what I found. Right. And you have to take a step back and look at the whole picture. Right. It's easy to click on the negative reviews, read them and get sucked into the negative reviews and be like, oh, my gosh, that's they're terrible. I'm not going there, but if you're smart and you step back and you look at the whole picture and you realize, wait a minute, we're talking about three out of 400. This is not going to be, I mean, that's not how I'm going to make my decision. And then also some of the negative reviews, you read them and you realize this person's kind of crazy. <laughs> you know, like uh, I would never count whether I'm going to go to this business based on that crazy person's comment. Right. And, and you usually can tell a crazy person if they say some crazy stuff, All right. well, it's pretty I mean, obvious. People that are crazy where they're crazy really well. You okay. know what uh, I mean? Okay. But so the consumer is going to see through that and yeah. say, all right. So they, they went out and had an oil change done because they had crazy uh, negative. They just wanted to do this. Well, you know, some people are, they're just negative. Yeah, I, mean, so I mean, I'm yeah. an innately positive person. I try to find the positive and Always. I try to cover up the negative and just kind of, you know, not let that fly so much, but we're human. It happens. But when you, when you're looking at reviews, you know, a lot of times what I see, and this is what I saw with this neurosurgeon, one of the negative reviews, his community of followers of patients came to his rescue, if you will, by commenting on this other person's negative review saying, really calling her out, mm -hmm. saying that uh, this is a bogus review. This is not true. You, you know, it's just, it's cool to see that when it happens. Do we see that in our industry? Uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. We see people calling out someone who gave a negative review. When you have Depending on your business and how you run your business, which we all should be running our business. Carm, you and I have talked about the book Raving Fans before. I think oh, it's yeah. Marcus Buckingham. I can't no, remember. No, Raving Fans, I think it's Blanchard, isn't Bla it? It yeah. is Ken Blanchard. Yeah. So if you have raving fans, I think of the businesses that I'm a raving fan of. And if someone wrote a negative comment about them and I know what an impact a negative comment can have on someone, I'm absolutely going to go and comment on that post taking up for this company that I sure. love. And um, if that's not happening, I mean, I, I'm trying to think of an example where I have seen it happen. I'm sure it's happening. I mean, you, it you happens guys. all the time. It, it really does. Um, there's a lot of people out there that 
will never say anything positive about a business. They're only going to say negative stuff. And it can be anything as trivial as a guy told me my car would be ready at four o'clock and it wasn't ready till 4.15. Is that mm-hmm. cause to go online and right. ruin somebody's reputation? In my opinion, it's not. But there are people that feel the need to, to get that vent, so to speak, and get it off their chest. So uh, being able to capture the positive where you need to is really important because a lot of people ask me on a regular basis, how do we get rid of the negative reviews? And I tell them, embrace them, respond to that person, show that you care about their feelings and, and maybe explain why something happened the way that it did. But then also do everything you can to provide a great experience for your customers so that they're more likely to leave those positive reviews, which will then bury the negative ones. It's good to have a few negative ones, as we already talked about, but the only way to really counterbalance those is just by burying it in the positive ones. This is what I keep telling people. I just have to keep repeating it until everybody gets it. When you get that notification about that negative review and you're the shop owner, the very first thing that's going to happen is your blood pressure is going to shoot through the room, right? You're hurt. You're upset. You're mad. You're frustrated. All the negative emotions flow right straight out to the end of your fingertips. So what I'm telling them is stop, pause, take a step back, catch your breath, and then maybe try to get the whole story. Talk to your service advisor and find out, hey, do you remember this customer? What happened? Talk to the customer. I'm sorry, the technician. Everybody involved and find out the whole the other side of the story so that now when you do respond and in this situation, you're a shop owner. You have their phone number. Pick up the phone and have a conversation. You you want to respond. You're, you know, you want to respond in text so that the world sees that you're responding. But but the text, the reply to the negative review comes after the yes. phone call. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's no 24-hour rule here, is there? And here's the here's why. If if I see a negative review and it's not an, and, and I'm a consumer and I'm looking and I see that there is a reply from an owner, if it was right away, does it have a more impact than if it was a day later? I I mean my rule of thumb, if you will, is when you've cooled off yeah. and you've gotten the whole story, right. you know, and so that's a whole nother conversation about making sure that you're getting the the feedback. And that you're checking it. If you don't check your email, but every three days, well, now you're already three days out. Then you have to cool off. Then you have to get the full story. So one, let's make sure that you're checking your email on a regular basis. But I don't have a rule for, you know, 24 hours or whatever it might be. My rule is get the whole story, calm down, and let's approach it in a realistic, respectful way. Yeah, it's, it's very easy just to see something negative and attack. That's your first instinct in, in any situation. So as, uh, as you, you mentioned, Kim, take a step back, breathe, understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, and I'm sure you've seen this before, the businesses, after they do their research and figure out what this person is saying, they weren't even a real customer. Maybe they've come in and said, hey, I want to get this done. And the, the shop said, oh, it's mm-hmm. going to be $500. And then they went to another shop for a second opinion. And the other shop said, oh, we can do it for three. So they went on and re- wrote a negative review because this business was going to charge them $200 more than the other shop. And that's just full transparency. That's where I'm literally writing... Hey, Miss Smith, um, we checked our records. I mean, just really being honest with the world that we don't have a record of ever having done any work for you. Maybe you're looking for someone else or, you know, just being honest about it. You don't, and not thinking that you have to respond in a certain way. 
People want transparency. They want authenticity. They want to know that you are genuine and that you care. And look, if you made the mistake and you've checked with your service advisor and your technicians and you, you're like, man, we really screwed up here. We made a mistake. There's a, there's a way to respond still yet, not defensively, but with heart and letting that person know, we're really sorry about this. Please check your private message. We're going to reach out to you. And you, you, you want to try to take that offline, Mm -hmm. take it to a phone call, take it to a private message, somehow, um, Get get to that one-on-one with them so you can fix it. Do either of your companies support or offer services to coach a shop owner through a negative review? We will do that. You will? Um, okay. Yeah. We, I mean, we manage social media for people, and part yeah. of that includes, I mean, if you have a Facebook page, reviews are built in there. Yeah. But I know that what you guys are doing at Mitch um, at Broadly is something, something different, so I don't know what y'all do as far as coaching them. but Exactly. So... Um, The first thing is people are not typically asking for that feedback. And we kind of touched on that earlier because it's scary. We don't want to hear all the negative feedback, but if you don't ask, you're not going to hear the negative or the positive. And if you're running a good, successful, honest business, regardless if it's an auto shop or whatever business it is, most of your customers are going to be happy. And they're going to give you the good feedback that you're looking for. And you're going to have a bad day every once in a while. Of course. You're human. Yeah. We're human. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you look at a comeback rate inside of a shop, um, it's no different than, say, having a negative online review. Sure. Things happen. Absolutely. And that's what I tell people is there's no delete button in real life. When somebody's unhappy and they call you on the phone or they walk in the shop, you, you have to deal with it. So why should you not have to deal with it online? Yeah. That's where everybody's looking anyway. Hi, Carm here, and I want to talk to you about the Napa Auto Care Center program for health insurance. We've all heard the reports about the rising cost of health insurance, but you'll be happy to know I'm here with really good news. The Napa Insurance Center is now offering the Napa National Health Program, and it's saving Napa Auto Care Centers and their employees money, lots of money. In fact, in the first 90 days following the launch of the program, Napa stores and auto care centers and their employees saved over $2.7 million. That's all thanks to the Napa Insurance Center's partnership with United Healthcare. It gives auto care centers access to the national large group rates on medical insurance with premiums discounted up to 30%. Now, these rates are based on the collective purchasing potential of 22,500 Napa locations, including both Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care Centers. And listen to this. The news just keeps getting better. You can choose from four excellent United Healthcare medical plans with varying levels of coverage and deductibles to meet a range of needs. All plans are PPOs, preferred provider organizations, with comprehensive coverage. Because of the Napa Insurance Center's partnership with AFLAC, you can have access to supplemental insurance benefits, including disability, accident, hospital, and more, all at a Napa-only discount, up to 35%. The Napa Benefits Center can help you with other group benefits, too, including group life insurance, retirement, HSAs, and more. Napa's National Health Benefit Program is just one of the many reasons to become part of the Napa Auto Care family, the largest network of independent automotive repair shops in the country. Talk to your servicing Napa store. For more detailed information about the Napa National Health Program, visit the Napa Benefits Center at www.napabenefitscenter.com or call the Napa Benefits Center at 844-627-2123. 
Are there any studies that uh, have looked at the consumer's uh, negative review and the uh, the satisfaction level that they would have uh, based on time of reply and sincerity of reply? Is there is there anything out there that that could point exactly to uh, how to how to manage it? Yeah, I mean that's a great question, and I'm going to look that up. Uh, yeah. I mean, we look at that stuff all the time, and we blog, and usually in our blogs we're linking to research like that. Yeah. But I haven't looked that specific question up. Do y'all? Do we you? I don't have any specific numbers to that particular question, but we know that the first thing that anybody does when they're looking for a business or a service, any question that they have, what do they say? They let's Google it. Google is now an adjective. It's not a business. It's an action. And yeah, let's yeah. Google. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. And the first thing that you see when you type in auto repair in wherever you're looking is a few list of a few businesses and their star rating in their reviews. Yeah, yeah. They're well, right in front of your face. And one thing we do know for certain is that you want to capture that review as quickly as you can from the time of service. You know, mm. if I don't send you the the email, if I don't enter the email into Broadly soon enough. And I do it once a month. And so you get an email asking about my service, especially because in that case, you're just going to get something neutral or they're not going to respond at all. When you send that request quickly, that's when you're going to get the valuable feedback, the raving fan. You know, distance is not good. You know, distance from the service mm-hmm. is not going to be your friend because emotions fade. And reviews are based on emotions. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. The best response rate that we see with our platform is immediately after the service, the people in the shop are prompting them, hey, we're going to be following up with you. We'd love to hear your feedback. Just setting the table. And you know, obviously, they're trying to provide a great experience. With our platform, as soon as that person walks out the door, it's, it can be less than 10 minutes. They're going to get a text message or an email that's mm-hmm. asking them if they enjoyed their service or not. Do our service advisors and owners of our shops just know that a five-star is leaving or a three-star is leaving? I think they're more inclined to know if a, a negative review is, is leaving. And, and they, will they then offer them for the review if they realize that they weren't happy at the end of the transaction? Probably not. They can and they should, in my opinion, because if you know that somebody's not happy, maybe you don't know exactly why. Mm-hmm. Maybe that person was just having a bad day. Yeah, yeah. And they just came into the shop already in a bad mood and they were looking for something to, you know, let it out on. You know, you know it just comes to think about you think about long-term marriages and, you know, the startups and, you know, <laughs> midlife and then, you know, uh empty nesting and right. all that stuff. Good marriages are always give and take. 60/40 I've always mm-hmm. said meet in the middle and uh it, it kind of reminds me of Life isn't perfect in a personal relationship, and how could it always be perfect in a business relationship? I was wondering where you were taking that. <laughs> I was like, how's he going to pull this one together? Did I do good? You did. You did. I'm <laughs> impressed. Yeah, no, that, I think that that applies across the board. And you know, the oh my gosh, we're friends on Facebook. So you probably see my rants, which should probably be a rant that I do. Um, you know, She's feisty. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> so... It's the four-star review that drives me out of my mind. Okay, go at it, girl. So, here we go. <laughs> and I've, I've, I've learned, right, when I did my own little personal Facebook rant about this not long ago, I had people commenting. The four-star review comes in. I get, I get the re- report for that for a lot of our customers. 
and I respond for them. I go back and I'm like, dear Sally, thank you so much for taking the time to give us this four-star review. Our goal is to always have a five-star review. If you have some feedback that would help bring your four-star experience to a five-star experience, please let us know. And I give her the, you know, how... People are doing four-star reviews just because they're like, well, nobody's perfect. Ah, yes. And there are people out there there that just refuse to give a a five-star or they'll always give a nine out of 10. And so for me- Is that how you get a (sighs) 4.9? Because there's a few fours in there? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh And who wants a 4.9? I'm like, first of all, it's not going to deter someone from being your customer, right? But- you were just asking about the customer walks out the door. Does the service advisor know that that's going to be a whatever number star in their mind? They're thinking I checked off all the check boxes. Like I gave great service. Mm -hmm. We did this, we did that communicated. Well, we had happy conversations. We talked about their kit, like the whole nine, we fixed their car. It was fast. It was a reasonable, like all the things, all the things. And they get a four star and he looks at it and he's like, what did I do wrong? And that's what I know shop owners are listening to this, but like customers need to understand that that is that that's not, we don't want a four star. Yeah. But people are, people are built different. Yeah. They are built different and they're driving me crazy. And, 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 you know, their own life's experiences show up in their, in, in the reviews that they make of of their experiences. We all bring our baggage. Yeah. And if, and if, if life's been rough for them and Oh, woe is me to them, then you're not getting a good day from me. You're not getting, you're not getting five. Well, taking that though and bringing it internally into the shop makes you realize, okay, I have to go over and above. How can I turn them into a raving fan? So when they walk out the door, they're so in love. The only option is a five. You can't make everybody happy. Can't make everybody happy. The proof of the pudding is that you did an excellent job, but nobody's perfect. But you can try. You can try. I get that you can try, Mm -hmm. but you're still going to get a four if you tried hard. Is the reality that you need to accept a bunch of fours and, and if, like you said earlier, I've done the research, we've, we've gotten together as a team, back of shop, front of shop. We know that, you know, this was, this was a great experience mm-hmm. and we're going to write that off and we're going to reply. For sure. We're going to do it all. But I, I guess the peace of mind for the shop owner is that we've done the research mm-hmm. and we know we couldn't have done any better. So there's really three different uh, categories for customers in a review in the sense of them leaving a review. You have your detractor who's leaving a one, maybe two star. Somebody who's passive, that's probably going to leave a three star, which, what does that mean? Can't make up their mind. Yeah. And then you have your promoter that's a four and five star. Mm -hmm. And this goes back to uh, the net promoter score as well, which is a one through 10, which I think it was eight, nine, and 10 was a promoter. Mm -hmm. Uh, Four, five, six, and seven was passive. And then one, two, and three was a detractor. Mm -hmm. So, a four is still a promoter of your business. They're not saying anything bad. So mm-hmm. the four star is fine. I know it's, it'd be better to be a five star, but don't let a four star. <clears throat> but wait a minute, Kim, you said earlier, when you see nothing but five star reviews, it looks suspicious. Yeah. So uh, embrace and welcome the fours. I cannot disagree with that at all. I, I love, it's what you said, the human element. Because I don't, I, I'm, I mean, I know what I just said, but at the same time, when I go and I see nothing but five stars, which is, you know, I was just talking about the neurosurgeon I was looking for for my brother in the medical world, that's, you find, that's all you find. And so I look at that and I don't trust it. 
And so that's the same thing with a shop owner. I mean, I will take the four mm-hmm. I, because that's an honest person saying, look, I had a great experience. Really <laughs> what I was trying to get at with that was getting the, the shops to realize I need to be working on a raving fan level. I need mm-hmm. to be trying at all times to make sure that this customer is leaving just in love. So I get know? a four. I'm a shop owner. I get a four. Mm-hmm. And, and I ring the bell and it says, we are human. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we aren't perfect. And those yeah. humbling moments are good, really, mm-hmm. because it, it really, you know, it brings the team together. Well, and if you're always a five, what do you have to work for? It's true. Almost, you know what? I guarantee you that if the allocates are always at five, you're going to get complacent. And I'm not saying that you wouldn't. The culture is wrong in the business. But every once in a while, people love to sit back and let the recliner go. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm of the belief that if you're not sitting on the edge, yeah. then you're taking up too much room. Mm-hmm. If, I believe we should be working just outside our comfort zone at all times. If a business, you know, the 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 main goal for them is they want to be on the front page of Google. They want to be number one in the mm-hmm. search. It's a very hard thing to do. And when you get there, you can't just take your foot off the gas and sit back because it's not about getting there. It's about staying there. And the only way to stay there is to consistently be yeah. providing a five-star experience. So look at fives are great. Fours, uh, you know, makes, makes us human. We, we get back in it, but man, but a three and an under, we've got to manage this and, and we got to get on it hard. Have you ever heard of an incentive for the entire team based on the number of uh, star reviews that we get? Absolutely. Um, we actually have a part of the tool that we offer allows what we call a team scorecard. So okay. you can see yeah. which one of your techs are getting great service. It's a little bit different in the auto industry uh, for the home service teams that we work with yeah. um, that have maybe six or seven trucks on the road. Yeah, we can. But but inside, if if a three star comes in and you do all the right research and you say, "Hey, we did goof up," well, that goes against, if you will, your CSI star review. And but but I've heard a lot of mm-hmm. individual or, or team incentives based on um, how well the reviews are because in our mobile society today and our millennials, they're they're that's where they're going to look. Yep, I have heard of people that every ten positive reviews, which everybody can define positive in their own way, Mm -hmm. whether it's fives or fours and fives or whatever it might be. Every 10, they take the team out to lunch. Or um, I've also heard where if the technician or the service advisor, whatever staff member um, got named in the review, something happened Mm -hmm. as a result of that. So yeah, you can definitely create incentives. Yeah, we even do that in our own business where we get reviews all the time from businesses that we work with. And if they mention a specific individual, we're, we're incentivized by that. Bonus. You know, I'm going to tell you one more thing about incentives is, um, and you, you kind of talked about this with um, technician retention yesterday at the town hall is know what they want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right? If I don't care about lunch with the team, yeah. then I don't care about helping you get reviews, right. which, you know, they should care about helping you get reviews. You know what I'm Listen, saying? Listen, we're though? remodeling the house. Give me a Lowe's mm-hmm. gift card. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. You, you, you've got, you've got to know what your people want. Mm-hmm. Right? You just can't assume somebody said, I got a Starbucks gift card. I don't drink coffee. And I don't drink coffee. That's me. Okay. I go and do tea <laughs> or I, uh, I buy another, you know, a $9. Give it to somebody else. I buy a $9 sandwich or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, off my rant. This was great. I loved it. I think we uh, we really built a great episode for our for our for our audience. Thank you to Kim Walker, co-founder with her husband Brian, mm-hmm. Shop Marketing Pros, and Mitch Meyer, sales manager marketing consultant for Broadly. Thanks for being here, guys. Thank you, Carl. 
Thanks for being on board to listen and learn from the premier automotive aftermarket podcast. Until next time...